The following program is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. The information discussed during this program is not medical advice. Be sure to talk to your medical doctor for information and advice relating to your health. This is Health, Hope, and Inspiration with Rev. Percy McRae, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Glad you've joined us for this week's program. I'm Wayne Shepard. We're going to talk about advancements in cancer screening, some pretty exciting things here today. It's very exciting because when we talk about cancer, often the question is asked, what are the survival rates? Uh, how is cancer uh, advancement impacting the rates of survival and et cetera? So we're going to talk about that, and we're going to hear from uh, an oncologist that's very excited to share. That may be one of the most key things that we are experiencing in our current era with regard to cancer treatment. Yes, a very accomplished oncologist will join us in just a few moments, and she will also talk about how her spiritual life enters into her medical profession. Yes, she has a very strong spiritual uh, base and orientation to her, and she utilizes that not only to support her patients, but also in supporting herself as she's working through very difficult conversations with individuals. Yes, and I remind everyone that spiritual support is provided when and if desired by the patient at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. You have the scriptures open there. What's what's in front of you, Percy? Yeah, Wayne, our spiritual nugget for the day is a good one. It's James, the first chapter. is very familiar. Everyone should know this one, verse 17. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. We're talking about the gift of screening today. I know many people haven't thought of it that way, but that's a gift from God. When we can have access to early information and early prevention, we need to take advantage of this wonderful gift that God has given to us. I think most of us have a story of of our own family or friends that uh, early screening has caught something early enough to to, to treat it appropriately. Absolutely. I think many of us can recall when Katie Kurt experienced her, her husband passing away, what she did publicly is that she allowed her screening of her colon screening to be publicized on TV to create awareness of let's get out and let's check ourselves out and not be told to be checked out. We want to have that conversation and talk about the impact of how that has changed the face of cancer. Yeah, that's a one very good example. So I hope you can stay with us today for this conversation about advancements in cancer screening. We come to you each week at this time, and our website is healthhopeandinspiration.com. As a matter of fact, I invite you to go there even while you listen today if you're in front of a computer, healthhopeandinspiration.com. We'll get started with today's program coming up in just a moment. Stay with us. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease. Evidence-based therapies like nutrition, naturopathic medicine, and pastoral care to maintain strength and quality of life. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use leading-edge technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Cancer Treatment Centers of America care that never quits. 
And welcome back to today's edition of Health, Hope, and Inspiration. We're going to hear from our guests now. Remember, no case is typical. You should not expect to experience these same results. Once again, here's our host, Percy McRae. Well, with me today as our special guest is Dr. Shramila Aital, who is a medical oncologist at the Cancer Treatment Centers of America at Eastern Regional Medical Center in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. It is such a pleasure to have you with us today, doctor. Thank you. Thank you for having me. We want to talk about, as we do on this show, again, the the title of our program is Health, Hope, and Inspiration, things relative to cancer. And, of course, you are a medical oncologist, so I would imagine you have lots to say. First, help us to understand what specifically is a medical oncologist. What does a medical oncologist do? Well, I do have expertise in uh, caring for patients with cancers, uh, most specifically solid tumors of all types. However, I do take care of a lot of women with breast cancer in specific and few other cancer types like lung and colon and uh, GYN cancers. That's my area of specialty. Uh, Once Uh, someone is diagnosed with cancer, the main lines of treatment for their cancer involves surgery, systemic therapy with chemotherapy or any other targeted therapy and radiation. So giving them chemotherapy or targeted therapy is my area of expertise in caring for patients with cancer. Well, that sounds like a, a pretty busy occupation to say the least. Absolutely. Question, and I always start out all of my interviews asking this basic question, what prompted or motivated you to enter into the field of medicine and specifically why cancer? I definitely had a passion for medicine to care for people right from my childhood days and also being drilled by my parents to be to become a doctor. Um, so that was what drove me into medicine. There wasn't any other career carved out for me besides medicine. I trained as a GYN uh, uh, physician previously, but uh, however, I changed to internal medicine to have a broader scope of caring for patients. And while in my training uh, during my internal medicine residency, uh, came out the new advent of therapy for cancer with targeted therapy, which was a completely different way of dealing with cancer other than the conventional chemotherapy. That intrigued me, and coupled with the fact that it takes um, a certain type of uh, person and a personality to care for patients, uh, not just to treat their condition, but to deal with their emotional aspects, Mm. to be able to give them hope when there isn't any, was pretty challenging, and I always love to take up challenges, and that's what drove me to take up oncology. And I have been often asked as well, being in the field of supporting cancer patients for now 20 years, that must be a pretty tough job or that must be pretty difficult to do. And hearing you say that you love challenges and specific to being able not to just treat the physical man or woman, but also supporting them mentally and emotionally and spiritually. Uh, Let's talk about, you know, how your approach of your practice of medicine, if you will, uh, what are some of the foundational things that you bring into a discussion and conversation as an oncologist with patients? 
Well, I am very fortunate in the sense that the place I work at gives me a chance to focus entirely on a given uh, patient's condition, especially with their cancer and their journey with their treatment for cancer. So uh, to the best of my ability, I'm able to provide care for them. Um, I do use an approach of giving them entire attention, listening to them, hearing what they have to say. In fact, many of my patients do comment that they have felt that that I was their only patient. Uh, that makes me feel good to hear those comments because um, listening to them is of utmost importance and approaching to their care from all aspects, not just their cancer condition, but their physical condition, emotional condition, their other aspects play an important role in managing their condition, and that goes a long way. And I think that's the key to caring for someone with cancer, which is not just treating any other patient with, uh, with a given condition, which involves much more. So in, in hearing that, again, your focus, your priority is, is really addressing the, the whole person within the context of their cancer diagnosis. Absolutely, and I think that's the way to go about caring for a patient with cancer or for any given patient. That's very important to address a whole body. And, of course, that speaks to, you know, now it may appear to be somewhat of a more common term in, in the practice of healthcare of integrative medicine, integrating uh, other philosophies, schools of thought, uh, evidence-based therapies to really bring to bear the best of what potentially could happen uh, for individuals dealing with sickness and disease. That's correct. Absolutely right. So... That being said, let's talk about some of the um, more clinical aspect of oncology specific to are there any um, newer things in the marketplace of treating cancer that people would be interested to know that we could we could give a little high level education, not a lot of detail, but some things that we could bring to their attention about what's currently being done in the marketplace with regard to treatment of cancer that we should be excited about. Well, first off, even uh, prior to talking about treatment for cancer, there certainly has been greater advances in uh, screening for cancer. Uh, preventative techniques have improved tremendously in the last decade or more, uh, despite the fact that there has been an increased incidence of cancer. Okay. There has also been an increased improvement in uh, preventative methods as well as screening methods with more uh, microarrays and uh, better techniques. Um, of a screening that has made a tremendous impact. And that is one of the main reasons why there has been a significant decline in the mortality from cancer, okay. not necessarily uh, due to enhanced therapies for cancer, but improvement in screening and detection has made a big impact in the decline in mortality. And, and, and if I may, in order to... Uh, can we uh, give some direction to people where they could actually possibly read some of that information? Is that part of the American Cancer Society journal? Some things that we can give people as a reference point to some of those facts and figures. Well, there are many, many um, resources that pe people uh, can use to uh, have screening done. However, the most important thing is 
talk to your family care physician. Be on top of things. What needs to be done at an appropriate age? Do not neglect any of the symptoms that do not seem to be normal. Um, there are ways to seek help even uh, without insurances or with insurances. It's important to talk to a physician about it who is the best resource to guide you, to guide a person in the care uh, for any given person. Okay, that's, a, that's good information to know. I believe, and I could be mistaken, that you also embrace uh, a personal spiritual orientation and practice. Talk, if you will, of how does your sense of spirituality uh, meld and integrate with your practice of medicine? And do you see a conflict with the role of spirituality and faith and evidence-based medicine as, as a course of treatment and care and support of cancer patients? Well, my personal opinion is that spirituality plays a great role in the care of any given person, whether they may be or may not be spiritual, and no matter what faith-based uh, they may be oriented with. However, personally, I see a big asset uh, to my uh, uh, spirituality and my belief, which is in Christ, which has helped me not only handling myself in overcoming the stresses of caring for these people, but also uh, going along alongside with the journey of one's cancer, noticing that their uh, spirituality and faith has increased, especially when they go through challenges, enormous storms that they have to face with, and the strength that they have derived with their faith is has played a big role in their condition, in their acceptance, in their uh, ability to handle the side effects of treatment or to handle the treatment, to handle the diagnosis, to handle the outcome, help their caregivers to be able to handle mm. what they have been going through. And I, I see that as a tremendous asset. And I am uh, never ashamed to talk to people, to encourage them about whatever their spirituality might be, to okay. talk it out and to support them in what that might be the case. And I see that ha has added a tremendous amount of benefit. I personally believe in Christ, and I've, I feel that the strength comes to me uh, from knowing Christ, from knowing the promise of God, from knowing that there is that he is present in with each and every one of us. And even the storms and the challenges that our patients are going through, he is with them, helping them through those challenges. Now, in, in the field of practice of medicine, and obviously you work with other healthcare professionals, do you think that there has become uh, a greater acceptance of understanding the responsive and respective balance that spirituality and faith plays within the healthcare environment uh, in terms of, of, of a mutual integration. Uh, is, is that now more of a, an accepted school of thought in the, in the halls of medicine and science today? I would say that it is more acceptable today. I can speak for the field of oncology, which is more um, uh, involved and emotional-based uh, uh, as well. And I see a big uh, difference as compared to several years ago or in any other field of medicine. Mm -hmm. It has become more acceptable. People, uh, the providers and patients do understand that it needs to be integrated as part of their care and, and what it means to a given uh, individual. Uh, and I think that is more acceptable of late. Well, that, that's good news. That's, that's really good to hear. Have you been personally impacted by a particular patient, a story, or a scenario that you'd like to share quickly of uh, how you've been personally impacted by treating people with cancer and, and watching their journey? 
each day in my life is a blessing because of what I have been able to do through Christ's help. Um, there are tremendous uh, stories that I can share with um, um, based on what I, what I have encountered with patients. Just now I am coming from talking to a patient about her advance, advancement in her cancer and not having any further treatment to be able to offer her and having to go home on hospice care or comfort measures. It is a big job to do and it is always heartbreaking and there isn't one perfect way of communicating this news. And I think faith plays an important role here and has helped me as well as helped my patients. Um, and that continues to play a big role. Well, and certainly that's a difficult conversation. And as we've shared even on our previous programs, that because we embrace faith and we allow our faith to be part of our clinical experience does not necessarily guarantee or negate the fact uh, that we don't receive the potential outcome that we we expected. But because of our faith, we're able to endure that and, and to work through that process. And it is awesome. Uh, to hear that there's a physician and an oncologist who understands the value and role of that. I thank you for the work that you do, and I thank you for uh, your commitment and your own personal spiritual journey. One uh, one big thing that you'd like to leave the audience with today to inspire them as we close in our closing minutes, one thing that you'd like to share with the audience. Well, thank you for having me here, but I want to say take charge of your health. Be aware of what is out there, especially screening, so you can prevent cancer happening. And each day is a blessing. Live to the fullest. That is Dr. Shramila Aital, who is a medical oncologist at the Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Thank you. God bless. Thank you. And Percy, thank you for introducing us to Dr. Aital here today. Yeah, it was a fantastic uh, interview. And one of the things that I wanted to just circle back, Wayne, with you and the audience is that she made reference to uh, resources that were available for people to read with regard to talking about the effectiveness of screenings and early prevention that may help uh, with some of the numbers that are declining with regard to cancer in our country. And I wanted to just cite three specific uh, areas that people can go back and look at. Number one, U.S. National Library of Medicine and National Institute for Health basically said this, that breast cancer mortality rates began to decline during the early 1990s. Most of it can be probably attributed to adjunct systematic therapy, and the early detection of palpable tumors. And again, that was cited around 2003 with this particular article. The second reference that I think is worth uh, noting is the Cancer Research Institute. And uh, one can go to cancerresearch.org to find this article. It said that overall death and incident rates among men and women have been declining for the past 20 years, thanks largely to screening tests that help detect early stage cancer and pre cancerous polyps, uh, the year rates dropped to 13%. And you can go online and you can read that as well. And then the third uh, reference that I think that many of our audience listeners will appreciate is a Cancer Mortality Progress Report. Past successes and future challenges states on May 13, 2016, by the American Cancer Society, Chief Medical Officer Otis W. Brawley and Chief Cancer Control Officer Richard Winder basically said that the cancer death rate declined 26 percent 
over the 25-year period of 1990 to 2015. That's encouraging Mm -hmm. news to hear about the death rate of cancer. Indeed. And and attributed to the idea of early screening that we want everyone, and Dr. Attell mentioned, to go out and take advantage of. backs up what she told us, doesn't it? All right, we'll talk more about this today here on Health, Hope, and Inspiration, found online at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Stay with us. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease. Evidence-based therapies like nutrition, naturopathic medicine, and pastoral care to maintain strength and quality of life. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use leading-edge technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Care that never quits. Once again, remember, no case is typical. You should not expect to experience these same results. I'm Wayne Shepherd with Percy McRae. This is Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Percy, did I understand Dr. Atal to say that uh, incidents of cancer are going up but mortality rate from cancer is going down. Absolutely, Wayne. And of course, that's the reason why we came back with some of those sites of some of the research that gives us some analytics to support that. And it's important to really drive this point home. Though we are seeing more incidents of cancer, we are seeing people who are surviving uh, longer and in more cases than any time ever in our history, and primarily because of early screening and detection. It's interesting that we're shifting now, theoretically, the the effect, if you will, on on high incidence of cancer, but because of early screening and detection, we're getting further in front of the ability to really counteract that, that incident rate. Well, in your considerable experience uh, working with people who are living with cancer, how have they found out about their cancer in the first place? It's a great question. You know, historically, what I have heard from many, certainly not all patients, that many of them found out that they had cancer by accident. You know, they found a lump or a bump. They were just seeing their general practitioner. They were having a routine annual physical and something uh, jumped on the radar of their doctor said, you know, let's do an additional test here. Let's do a blood draw there. And then they found out. And of course, in many of those cases, this is now the cancer has begun to, to do what it does from a metabolic perspective and from a biological perspective. So many patients have lamented on the fact that they wish that they had caught their cancers earlier mm-hmm. in the process. And that's really what we're talking about with this discussion and what Dr. Atal was really helping us to understand that it is important to get out and do early screenings, your annual screenings, your preventative work, and do that on a consistent and regular basis. Well, you're preaching to the right guy today because uh, I know, maybe I represent a lot of listeners, I feel reticent sometimes to go for such screening, but they work. They do. And again, it's true on many different levels. I know, for example, with many men, they're reticent about having their prostate uh, examined and uh, digital rectal examination. But again, it helps to save lives at the end of the day. So we want to just drive home the point for today is 
early detection, early screening. Please be proactive and not reactive. It changes the rates of potentially what can happen with your experience with cancer. You sound convinced about that. I sound pretty convinced, <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I feel very strongly about that. So if I'm impassioned today, it's because I want to save lives, my well, friend. I'm glad you are. All right, take us back to the scriptures now. Well, let's close, my friend, with our spiritual nugget of the day, and it is a good one. James, the first chapter, verse 17, basically tells us this. Every good and perfect gift, when we talk about screenings, when we talk about early preventative work, that's a gift from God. We need to take advantage of every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, of the heavenly lights who does not change like shifting shadows. Today, we need not to ignore all of the great gifts that God has provided to us. Though it may not be packaged the way that we would want it to, Mm -hmm. we need to acknowledge that uh, information and knowledge and detection and our gifts from God. And we need to take advantage of those gifts that ultimately benefit us in the long run. And caring medical professionals are part of that gift as well. We heard from one today. The school, of, the school of medicine, the thought of medicine, that is not an ungodly concept. It is part of the godly design and intelligence of the creator himself. Let's embrace and not run away from that great gift today. That is Percy McRae, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment. Centers of America. Percy, God bless you. We'll talk again next week. God bless you and God bless the audience. Have a great day. All right, let me give you our website as we close today. It's healthhopeandinspiration.com. I really want you to go there and I want you to share that website with others. You know there's lots of people, perhaps some in your own circle of friends and family, who would benefit. healthhopeandinspiration.com. Thanks for listening today. Health, Hope, and Inspiration is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease. Evidence-based therapies like nutrition, naturopathic medicine, and pastoral care to maintain strength and quality of life. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use leading-edge technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Care that never quits.